Hello, folks. Welcome to another bonus dealing with part three of the Beyond This Earth series into a deeper look into the rational male religion and positive masculinity. So in this part of the bonus, we would like to make some comments about a quote that I saw on Twitter. And one of these quotes are, are important because I want to go for what that quote means to the host and myself and how it affected me and how I be used, use observations to see what is going on. The quote is as follows from Chateau Hartis. There is something off about women who are excessively devoted to their careers on obtaining an acromatic parade of pointless credentials. He continues in another quote, women who have their security needs met by big government in combo with their own economic empowerment begin to favor their desire for sexy, non-committal alpha males at the expense of their attraction for men who would foot the bills. This basically is the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is this. Our society has put the game down for you. And one of the things that the society has decided to do is that those women that have decided to make sure that they get all the security later on as they go through their phase, their party phase, if you want to put it put it in particular terms, it's not going to go well for them. We have Kevin Samuels now going into interviews with No Jumper, which may be one of the most important interviews that Adam22 has ever done. We're going to come after everybody when the time comes because people think I was away. I wasn't watching. Oh, boy, we're watching. We're watching. And I just made the mention in the first part of the episode. The first part of part three. That a lot of these women today have become FTMs. Or they were already FTMs. They make the point that it's just a man with tits and pussy. So how is, how is most modern women today born in our generation, any different than Buck Angel, for example. How are they any different? The difference is Buck Angel got a statue in one of the largest art houses in the world, and most of the women, all they gonna have are children out of wedlock who statistically are going to commit horrendous crimes and statistically are not going to do well in schooling and statistically going to be poor. Poorer than those that have a two-family household with a, with a father and a mother. What's the difference? He succeeded. That Buck Angel succeeded. A lot of these women aren't going to succeed. 
based on that premise. This is another thing that people have to understand. We can't be hating women forever. And one of the things I want to clear the air on this is that there is nothing wrong with a woman having a job. I No one said anything of that nature. There is nothing wrong with a woman having some form of income that has nothing to do with prostitution and the like. We can put porn as one of the as one of those aspects there, although somewhat outside of it, prostitution, as it were, no one's stopping anybody from becoming a female wrestler. No one's stopping anybody from becoming an actress. No one is stopping anybody from becoming a model. No one should stop anybody from them becoming a scientist, all the rest of these and whatnot. But it's what what Rolo Tomasi has continued to state and maybe continue to become correct in his statement. Now, a lot of people might say, oh, there was a time when Pook and all the rest of it. We'll get to that indeed. In In a future bonus towards the end of our special series. We'll get to that. About PUA and all the rest of it. And certain things that went wrong and certain things that was learned that now we have a full focus on. We'll get to some of those criticisms in a couple of uh, in a couple of weeks. There, there may be they. Some of them are valid, but no one stopping women from having a job, becoming successful. The problem is, is that, as Ronald Tomasi has stated, they use the credentials. They use their success stories, their job, that sort of thing. The way a man uses that concept or the media has taught women to use their education, their job, how much money they make, and all the rest of it as a way to say that they are more sexual than the actual women who are sexual that they have more credence than everybody else, that they have perceived more agency than those that just use their sexuality to get wherever they want to go. I'm here to tell you that's not the case. That's not what value added means at all. That's value added to a corporation and that's fine if the corporation if the corporation is even keel that's fine but what makes a corporation work doesn't necessarily is in concurrence with what makes a family succeed because the unfortunate truth is and it is a lot of problems with the African American community is that 
black women are willing to listen to their bosses than to their husbands. So who runs the family in that household? Is the corporation. Do you get what I'm saying? The corporation runs the household in a lot of the African-American communities. And you begin to see aspects of that in a lot of the terms, in a lot of the human interest stories, and a lot of the things concerning with Black Lives Matter and a whole lot of it. Because the corporation has taken over the African-American family that in turn has taken over how these young men are raised, especially with all the things they do with the inner city schools and, and the rest of it. Whereas the asking of resources is unbecoming because the resources should already be there in the schools already. No questions asked if they wanted to have successful children in particular those that are working on certain things with tools, home economics, the whole nine yards. And then they can make some sort of agreement where they can go to a local store, learn how to cook, that sort of thing, and make sure they become successful in that particular aspect, as it were. That's one of the problems that we have. That it should already be there, and there should be people who had formerly worked in these corporations to finally have the time to go and work and teach how to do the soldering, the welding, that sort of thing, instead of going to online and seeing videos and all those other things. That has its place. But one of the problems that we're beginning to recognize and realize is that just viewing it doesn't make them competent in it. That's that's one of the issues with on the online learning side of the thing. And that's one of some of the reasons why we have to understand that one of the things that is a similar thing how human beings have to behave. Um, one of the things Michael Desarian makes a point into understanding about, and he's mostly in a lot of his work, surrounding work about the unwell, melt wealth, and unwell, and so on which is Heideggerian terms about the world and all the rest of it. He uses a concept of lunar being female, solar being male. And one of the concepts is, is that women will have to enter the solar world, which is the masculine world and that sort of thing. But they have to do it in a way that it's a complementary female. That is that they will be in the domestic realm. They will be in the corporate realm. They will be in the vocational realm. In the recreational realm. In the occupational realm. And one of the things our society has failed to accept and failed to reconcile, unfortunately, for all of us involved 
is that they have failed to recognize that even if that women's only sexual, that sexuality may be the only asset for a lot of women that they use, that not every woman is going to have the type of looks that a man will want and because of the way the parents raise children badly in our in, in, in when it comes to our generation in particular because of single motherhood that sort of thing and all the rest of it they did not develop the value added things beyond what is innate in women in order for them not only to survive the solar world of men and masculinity and how the world works and that sort of thing they do it to their own to the detriment of women as a whole so what i'm trying to say is to men basically is that yes there's a lot of faults that men have done to the world and you have done to the world. It's a lot of, we should be blamed for a lot of things, but the majority of the things, no. The things that we have problems with, weight, food, how we eat, how we exercise, job security, the way we put education in the wrong way, the way we were educated wrongly, debt financially, and all the rest of these things, and how we're going to overcome it, that's the sort of thing that's going to take somewhat of a different track to fit. And it is fitsable. Those things are fitsable. But one of the things that hurt us is that one thing that the internet has done has brought communities together, but a lot of times because of the way men are raised by single mothers is that many of the things in the past where people start getting depressed and start there, and but because we had a separation of cities, of towns, of that sort of thing, that There was enough of a structure, masculinity around them to say that you need to get over yourself. There were men out there that said to other men, older men who said to the younger men, you need to get over yourself over these particular things. Now, whatever it was positive or negative, it doesn't matter. The problem is solved in that particular sense. With the internet, despite of the many successes the internet has, they tend to create social bubbles. And those social bubbles hurt what is going on. You know what I'm trying to tell you? They hurt the ability of men to become better than for themselves and to allow them to make choices because if they are surrounded by too many people that have 
narcissistic, not narcissistic tendencies, but by nopic tendencies, black pills, that sort of thing, it doesn't give them the chance to recover from said problems with women, with job security, that sort of thing. When somebody says something out of turn, something they disagree with because of the lack of um, genuine community connection, not only just within the cities, but within near the households and all the rest of these things, you begin to see that things start to become even worse for these men. And that is one of the difficulties that has been also exacerbated with this COVID-19 pandemic and the inability of to push themselves outward and what to push themselves outward outside to see other people, to see other places, to see other nations, to travel, to realize that the whole world does not revolve around not only their town, not only their country, not only their nation, but the world doesn't revolve around them in particular as important and that important. Um, one of the things that Adam Curtis has exposed, despite um, major disagreements with his recent um, recent documentary, Can't Get You Out of My Head, is that he is correct in the answer to terms is that when the... When those that were a part of the empire, see the Jamaicans, the Nigerians, and others, and they went into London to see to get jobs and all the rest of these things, they didn't understand that those cultures, a lot of those people, they never left London outside of the war. They just came back from the war. And they had that fear of the other because they never left they didn't even care what was going on outside. All they saw was, oh, there's money coming in from all the places. Propaganda being put out. All the rest of these things. Television was starting to get it to become a thing. The kids were being educated correctly. And all the rest of these things, we just defeated. They just defeated the bad guys were now dealing with the communism. We're trying to figure out how NHS works. Now these people were coming in and said, who are these people? What is going on? Why are the prostitutes all over the place? What's going on with the empire? And they started to fear all these things. And then you had this thing coming up around saying that let's get back to nature and that sort of thing. But it was all play. You understand? And so this has expanded into the things about coping, white pilling, being with the communities that care about us and all the rest of these things in order to develop themselves as men. But folks, there were ways to develop communities. You understand what I'm saying? Of goodwill and self-worth. But every time they build those communities, it's the same problem that they came up with. Oh, this person's dressed in a certain way. This person did. They're not willing to take the initiative to get 
out of the things that they, in certain ways, put upon themselves. It's not that it's their fault that they put it upon themselves, it's that society gave them, uh, well, not necessarily ample opportunities, but certain opportunities they didn't want to take when they're younger. And it's difficult for many young people to take those opportunities. They had only football and all those other things and whatnot, but in certain ways you had certain amount of freedoms and all the rest of these things that come with it. But it is very difficult and it's almost nearly impossible for a teenager without the social capabilities to make the decisions they need to become successful in life beyond careers, beyond jobs, beyond all the rest of these things, to find the vocation, not the recreational and not the occupational, the vocation, what you're called here to do on this earth. And a lot of people are not there. And that's the same for women as well. They have to have some sort of vocation that can use that form of agency in a way that does not destroy herself, other men, other women, and especially their future children. If that way cannot be found by them themselves, which usually they should, but then we as men, we as men, have to develop certain ways to develop ourselves into a way that a woman can be more receptive not to hurt us, not to hurt our friends, not to hurt themselves, not to hurt other women in that particular space that it is built by society. But that means we have to change the way our society is. That means we have to change a lot of the things that are considered somewhat positives in this particular sense, but would be negatives anywhere else. So one of the things people have to start getting over themselves about these things is, first of all, let's not so much demean certain jobs. Let's not demean it. Let us figure out ways especially for men in this particular sense, to if they are going to do certain things for women outside of a relationship thing and an aspect that it is just because of what they decide to do as a vocation that is not prostitution and all of it and support them on that particular side and let it just be. And not to be creepy about that particular aspect. I think that one of the things that we men tend to do in an unfortunate way, especially a lot of better males do, is to convince ourselves because women have, women's agency is sexuality, that everything about that is going to be for our benefit. It's not going to be in our benefit. In fact, it is to our detriment that it is. Because it 
we have a hindbrain. And it is time to accept the aspects of that hindbrain. If it's not, if we don't develop ourselves, we cannot use that hindbrain to our advantage to see through the facade and in the recreational sense to able to give out to those that are willing to use as certain aspects of that agency in a more positive manner that doesn't go against us, doesn't inflame us, doesn't uh, uh, um, give us some sort of ego boost or ego relaxation, but is something that is entertaining for, for what it is. So one of the things is we cannot be doing all these particular things concerning with being creeps and all the rest of these things. But that doesn't mean that every single one who is in these particular businesses, such as wrestling, all the rest of it, needs our full undivided attention. They have to have talent, all the rest of these things. That doesn't mean that those models who just model clothes and all the rest of these things are going to be in our beds the next day. But what it also means is that you just look at it, see the clothes, that sort of thing, and just move on. You see, you might be lucky once in a while, or uh, I, I, I'm gonna. T I'm, there's gonna be something called will training that I will explain that will help those men because we're in the starting in the business of trying to help people. I will put a link in it when part five comes around that will help in the in the assertion and the availability of turning all these thirst traps into just not the noise of the world, but the color. And I'm talking about color in a completely different context and skin color, um, rainbow color, that sort of thing, but the spice of the world. And that that spice can be used to enhance certain things around the overall place that person is at that particular time frame. That is not necessarily connected to stripping and prostitution and the like. You understand what I'm trying to explain to you? I'll explain that at part five when on one of those specials on certain solutions that need to be taken on that particular thing. And one of the things that are also going to happen with doing those sorts of things and respect and learning how to respect themselves ourselves, because in our generations, women do not respect themselves and do not respect others. Unfortunately, whether they can, they can explain it away all they want to explain it away. I said what I said, and I meant what I said, they don't respect each other because if they respect each other, they just take what I say. I mean, not necessarily, they don't have to necessarily agree with it. They can make a comment on all these other things, but don't go after me. You should see it for your own selves. It's just self-evident that you don't respect the, you don't respect yourselves and you don't respect others. And what you consider respect is ultimately demeaning and destructive towards everybody else around you. That does not make any sense. You're talking about a type of 
idea that a corporation gave you that is not conductive to actual morality that people believe in. I'm sorry, that does not make any sense to me. Your morality is a corporate morality. That corporate morality is a TOS screed. It is not a screed that actually comes from the heart of the person. It is basically bullshit. So you have to come to me with an actual, actual thing concerning respect. And if that you can't do that, then there's nothing else that I can discuss. I've proven my point. That you have no fucking type of respect. Your parents didn't teach you any type of respect. Don't come to me and say that they, these are facts. It's not going to change. We have to avoid you. We can't be around it. We can't be around people that disrespect themselves and disrespect others. Now, I know that some people have disrespected them. You understand? And they have orbiters that defended them. And I get that. There are people out there that do the creep shit with a lot of these pro female pro wrestlers out there. It's so fucking stupid. I get it. But there has come to a point where that oh, not every single man is a creep. Not every single man is trying. Not every single man is out there being a creep. And you continue to choose motherfuckers that want to play the games with you and think that they're going to be the motherfuckers that going to support you in life and all the rest of it. But then at the other side, you want the football player, you want the football star, you want this, that, and the other thing. And it don't make no sense to us. You don't know what you want. You disrespect people that are trying to have a discussion outside of your forte and all the rest of these things. And then you're surprised that we get pissed at y'all and we don't want you near us. So it's that simple. You're going to have to put out, and this is the same thing with a lot of beta, beta males. It is the same thing with everybody in life. You're going to have to start choosing the people that you want around you. But you cannot continue to choose the people that will continue to black pill you about life. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Unless they are proven correct at the end of the day, that doesn't mean get rid of them. They could be right in the end of the analysis. But you have to have some form of boundaries. And say, look, I understand you, I feel you, but I got things to do at this particular time. We'll still listen. We'll still talk. I got nothing against you. I'm not going to say nothing bad about you, but we got to set boundaries on what things that have to be done. That's all. Motherfuckers ain't ready to get, ain't ready for that because they said, oh, it's all or nothing. No, no, no. Because in the back. Always be prepared for, for, for disaster. Always be prepared for disaster. Because if you're not prepared for disaster, you're not going to be able to get back up again. Always be prepared for disaster and what your next step is after that disaster. That's why I said don't always get, get rid of the black pill, but be careful about getting rid of every single black pill. Have a little bit of doubt that something could go wrong, and it usually does. You can do everything right and still lose. You do everything right and still lose. 
That's why I said not every black pill is wrong, but all the black, but most of the black pills are bullshit. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? Every black pill about woman is not true. There are good women out there. The unfortunate truth about this is everybody in our generation who is a millennial and about 60% of the Gen Zers all have been taken in by the bullshit at one form or the other. And they have been taken in by the bullshit because that is the only way they're going to have make any sort of money in this country. Because of that, they are out. Because of the decisions they made when they were younger, some of it out of their control, but a lot of it in their control, they're not viable to have a relationship with. And when that time comes, when you do have a relationship with those in our generation, after they denied a lot of us from high school to college and all the rest of it, and now when everybody said they have matured and all the rest of these things, they call it the fuzz now. You understand? They are playing the game where they lead in the relationship when they don't want to lead in the relationship and never had the capability to do so. So I'm sorry to tell folks it is time for you to let these women do what they got to do. Let them have jobs. Let them experience life. Let the day you have to work on yourselves. If you don't work on yourselves, you're going to lose. It doesn't even matter. It is a very rare point for a man who is alpha that can get any woman he wants to without doing anything but being himself, being himself. That the performance, the burden of performance for him is extremely low. And it is very difficult for that particular person to become successful. They're very difficult for him to lose at anything in life when it comes to women. But, uh, but, but I, I'm, that means other people have to work harder. But like I said in the other essays that I did for part three, like I said, there are some men who just will not get it, but they are sexually active and they're never going to be with a woman no matter how much they try. The unfortunate truth is they're going to continue to lose out and they're going to lose their money. I said they have to get ready to bottom. I said this not because I say it because, oh, I'm leading towards people towards this. No, no. The church don't want to do their job because if the church was doing their job, we wouldn't be in this mess. This country does not respect anything that men do in this society. They refuse to do so. You see it with family court. 
our generations of, of women and 60% of Gen Z women are not ready to become mothers or wives or even successful girlfriends. They, all those women have accepted a form of the bullshit. You can call it Alegria country. You can call it humans of flat world. You can call it corporate Memphis world. I don't care what you call it, but let's just call it global fay. They feel inferred. Voice culture, bitch made culture. These women have accepted it. That will ultimately mean they will raise your son badly. They will raise your daughter badly. They've already raised their children they already have with other men badly. The church can't do any type of reconciliation with that. I don't know what else I can tell you. And you're sexually active. You got money. All the rest of these things. You, I know it's still illegal, but I'm going to tell you certain other things that need to be said on that particular side on part five. But outside of that, with all that being said, y'all better be ready to bottom. If you are not willing to put in the work to do what they got to do to succeed, y'all better be ready to do that. I'm sorry. I pray for you to succeed, but that's all I can do. I'm just, they, they just, there are just some men who will never get it. There's just some, they're still in purple pill land. They're still in blue pill land. They still going to prostrate themselves on a woman because that's their biological urges. Well, Tomasi has told you and other people have told you. They are using your biological urges to get what the fuck they want out of this society and out of you. They're going to continue to do so because it's profitable to do so. These women in the millennial culture and millennial generation, and like I said, again, and I will keep repeating this, the Gen Z, 60, 70% of the Gen Z already belong to the 20% of men all over the world. Most of them are in the elite as places of the world, in the major capital cities of the world. They are trying to turn America into a prostitution paradise. They are about to succeed in it. There is nothing you can say to me that prove me otherwise. Porn ain't gonna solve the, porn ban ain't gonna solve the problem. All the rest of it ain't gonna solve the problem. The only way you're gonna solve this problem is to end prostitution completely. And you're gonna have to do jail sentences for the Johns. And severe, severe counseling for those that are in that particular thing. But they're never going to do that. So we're going to have to turn society upside down in order to make sure that families and patriarchal, not patriarchal, somewhat. I don't want to say patriarchal. Yeah, I may say that. Okay. And at that, a 
father-led, grandfather-led structure of a family is able to survive and able to succeed in these countries. They don't want to do that because the societies have decided that if that 50% of single women pretty much gives us enough of a tax base to say, fuck y'all. To say, fuck these men. We don't need them no more. They can do whatever the fuck they wish. Oh, you just said that? You just said that? They can do whatever the fuck they wish. We don't give a fuck. We got 50% of, of single mothers that can give, give a put into our chat space. We don't give a fuck what they do. We got four children that the state can raise. The state don't give a fuck about the fathers of these children. They don't even give a damn about these children at all. So, the best thing for all of us, for men and women, is to not to separate ourselves from the bullshit that women have accepted and we have accepted in order to be with women. That if they're not ready to stop the bullshit and they come in too late, then it's too late for them. It's never too late for us. Unless you want to stay blue-pilled, then y'all got to either, you got to either do one or the other. And the other is bottoming. Because the church don't accept a monk who's just there because he's sexually frustrated. That's not what the church there is for. It's going to come out one way or the other. It don't matter which. But as far as I am concerned, my generation's women are lost. Our generation's women are lost. They're lost. They're not coming back. It's too late to bring them back. They're going to play. They're going to say all the bullshit they want to say. Let them go. Let them go. Those that have talent, give them money, watch their entertainment, that sort of thing, and just move on from there. You have nothing. They have nothing value added to give to your life. You do not need to put yourselves in trouble trying to placate and give them any more than they have already deserved throughout with their talents and whatnot. That's all I have to say on that subject. That's it for this bonus. Thank you for listening. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Nova the Hollaback. Thank you for listening to this bonus. We will see you guys 
next week.